recording. Coming at you live from the Forerunner. On the way from Oklahoma, we're back with my friend Jake Fryan. Jake and I have hunted a few times together, so there's background noise. One, we're in a car, but we've hunted a few times together. We're going to talk about last year's deer hunt because we didn't recap that because I got all off the podcast train with COVID and being lazy and that. We're going to talk about the hog hunt we just did. And then uh, just some hunts we've been talking about coming up in the future that we want to do, not that we've got anything booked or anything like that. So with that being said, Jake, introduce yourself. Uh, I'm glad to have an introduction. <laughs> uh, my name is Jacob Fryan. Uh, grew up in Phillips, South Dakota, living uh, just outside of Rapid City. Uh, yeah, that's my... What? <laughs> that's my intro. <laughs> Do you live in Box Elder? No, I know. No, Piedmont. <laughs> I actually live north of Box Elder. <laughs> but my but... address is Piedmont. <laughs> Just want to make that clear <laughs> for the half-hour drive for my children to go to school. That's a hoof. Well, anyways, so recapping last year, we were talked about doing a podcast, talked about doing it on like the teams remote meeting deal and all that good stuff, which we've done. Never really did, so I figured we'd go all the way back to November. But I don't know what you're feeling about last November was. I think it's the most hysterical thing for anybody. It's my friend on the interwebs. We made a video about me passing up bigger deer to actually shoot smaller deer, which was exactly right. I caught so much shit from my friends up north and made in Minnesota bear hunting. Because Jake goes, it was one of the better shots he ever made. And they're floored for the life of me that I can make a shot like that but miss a bear at point blank. <laughs> but I guess last year what went down is I showed up and I was there before you were. Well, actually, I had my, my son shot. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's morning. start there. Let's do Start with uh, his son shot a dandy buck, but tell you, thank God you're running this better than I am. Tell him about Colts hunt. Well, this is the second weekend. We went on the first weekend, but it was just uh, kind of nasty, windy, and just nothing happened like we wanted to. So we, I think it was, uh, yeah, it was a Friday because you were coming out on Friday. So I took him, I was going to take him out early to try to get his quick. And, uh, went down there. It was what we call the South Dam. Went down there and there was a nice buck actually right when we were out coming off the highway so we parked and kind of snuck in and uh he went far, farther north and then uh we kind of sat there for a while and this this actually unfolded a lot like your your hunt oh yeah where uh we had a couple small ones come in with like 25 yards you know i mean we didn't pass up a smaller one that's nothing like my hunt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so yeah, we. I mean, we probably sat there for an hour, and then because uh, we've seen like two nice bucks, and they were kind of they weren't really fighting, but they kind of just messed around, and then they kept coming closer and closer, and then uh, actually another herd come up this like small finger draw. They uh, it's probably you know five of them, and uh, one nice buck that he shot um, came up with them. You know, I want to say 20 yards, you know, like almost too close. Yeah. But, uh, and he was like, it's like one of those deals where you're like, uh, he was like facing right towards us. And I was like, I was like, I think I even told him to shoot. He's like, you better shoot. And he's like, no, he's not broadside, you know. Oh, thanks to outdoor television. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, well, that was the most ethical shot. I was like, I was ready to shoot him, you know. <laughs> so he, they kind of like spooked. I think they must have either smelled us. I think they seen us. It was pretty. So they probably ran out to 30 yards, turned broadside. He made a great shot. I mean, everything happened that quick, you know. And Did then, you? Go ahead. So then, I mean, he ran over the hill, and then uh, we seen all the does and everything run up the other side. And then, uh, so 
so we did the right thing. Like, let us, you know, sat there a half hour, yeah. which feels like for a 12-year-old, feels like two days. But So we finally, like, walked over there, and then we, we couldn't find the deer. We're like, like, there's no way he, you know, went anywhere. So we, like, I mean, we were making circles and didn't find any blood. And then, uh, so I had him go back. I think I had him go back to get the pickup or get something out of the pickup. I <laughs> get the pickup. Wait, his mom hears this. To yeah. get something out of the pickup. Okay. You got it then? I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, so he, about that time that I found, uh, there's, cause there's like a deep cut bank drainage in there. It was probably, I don't know, I guess it's not really deep, but like three foot deep. And he, like, it just fell in there perfectly. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I mean, I walked within like five feet of him earlier and didn't even see him. But, so he was in there. And, was it a bitch to drag out? Uh,. Not terrible. Oh. I mean, it was he was still heavy, but uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was just uh, it was like one of those deals for him because I mean it happened so fast. He didn't know if it was a nice one, you know. And I knew it was nice, but did you put a tape on him? That's what I was gonna ask earlier. Uh, I think we measured like how wide. Like we never did measure. Yeah, yeah I guess we still could. But, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, I mean it's a really unique deer. I mean he wasn't super wide, but just really. The pictures are awesome of him. I literally while when we were talking about it earlier i stalked it on the interwebs it's pretty that's a nice bug yeah i can't remember if it was like a six by seven yeah it's nice something or, like that but nice any deer i've ever shot yeah i had a lot of cool points on it but, yeah but yeah so then that's what so we got him and drug him up and then like i actually had a meeting and a conference call i was supposed to be on so i was gonna let him like gut it out <laughs> and then so like you know i think he did it on purpose he's like so we're like uh <laughs> he was starting to gut it out and then he's like what time is it and i was like i'm like i'm like it's nine o'clock it's like like, don't you have a meeting? And I was like, oh god, and like yeah, like five minutes. So I'm like, let's like get this thing gutted out. So we got it gutted out. We threw it in the truck quick, and because uh, I was gonna quarter out and do everything, you know. Yeah. So we just we took it up to Rapid. Uh, I got I got through my meeting on the way up there. Yeah. And then uh, we hung it up and cut it up. Uh, up oh, there. that's nice. And then so that's the reason why I was late <laughs> coming back from your on. That's where you can take over. Oh yeah. So I forget. Oh, that was that morning? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was the weekend before. No, that was, yeah, the same day. Oh, crap. I didn't know that. He probably told me, but I forgot it. Well, then I show up, and um, basically, I was kind of sitting, I'll call it in the south part of your property, just, you know, a little, maybe a little further south of where you guys were, by the sounds of it. Yeah, the other side of that draw. Yeah, same spot almost. Yeah. So I was sitting there, and then I had... <laughs> God, it sounds so pathetic. A bigger buck than I actually shot near me, probably at 260, because I was ranging him, and he was there for 40 minutes, and then it kind of meandered off and that. And I was thinking about shooting him, but like like you said, when you show up, you go, God, I hope he doesn't shoot when I'm not there, because it's just fun. So I didn't shoot that. Not that that meant anything, but then we sat and talked quite a bit and had a good time the rest of that was, and it was a friday like this year did we i stayed till monday i can't even remember uh, did you friday or monday or something like that or no i think yeah i think you, you probably went home saturday i mean because you only, you only had the one tag and that's what that's oh, yeah. the thing that kind of sucks when you only have one tag i like when they used to do the double tags yeah you know because you could have shot a doe like you know but like is that like you shoot yours you're done you know and like i wasn't even there it kind of takes the fun out of well it. yeah and then i i'd brought my bow too like I said, I would shoot whatever, but and I actually had that out with me, of course. Never anything comes close, but then I got a rifle, and then stuff I could shoot does, and I'm being more picky, but anyway, so then 
then it was the next day, and I had my Glock 10 on, which I do regret this. That one buck that came in within 15 yards, and Jake's like, I can't believe he didn't shoot, because again, that deer, although younger, was bigger than the deer I shot. And I'm like, I should have shot with my Glock. He's like, you didn't shoot with your Glock? That a great story. Just start pounding stuff, saying, check yourself, fool, or something like that. And then that it was... Would've, it would have been a great story because we probably would have tracked it for three miles. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Lag <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so then it was... What was it? We went and ate lunch and chilled out. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, I'm such an idiot. Why would I not, you know, whatever, I'll just shoot. Well, then we saw... Actually, there was that one buck you told me about, which we ended up seeing Sunday morning, exactly where we were sitting. Oh, was, that, that, was that that tall one? Yeah, yeah, that really tall one. You say, hey, there's a nice buck here. Well, then I'm monkeying around Saturday, and we went back, basically kept going back to the same spot. Yeah, you know? they were all, that's where they were all at. Yeah, so. and your brother-in-law and his friend were up on the north side, too, so everybody got space and that. But then uh, you've got, I remember you pointed out, and probably, he was probably like, by that time, four, five, six hundred yards. I mean, a ways away, that one buck I ended up shooting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm sitting there monkeying around, and, man, I'm kind of on my pack, and I'm looking at it, he's like, and even I knew, I'm like, well, shit, I've passed deer that are smaller, but I'm yeah, like, that's, still. That's, that's not like you to be patient. <laughs> <laughs> like that one that came out there, I was like, God, I don't think I've ever seen a deer walk in front of you, especially that close. I am not a picky hunter. Actually, I've shot what I think are nice deer, and Jake has shot excellent deer, but always out there, so I'm fortunate to get invited. But, like, I've, everyone I shoot is great. But this one, I'm like, you've heard me say before, I like a good story, too, more than anything. Yeah. I Don't get me wrong. I, if that's the case, well, shoot does. No, I like shoot bucks. Don't get me wrong. But it was kind of fun in that. And so he's coming around. I'm getting all, getting all uh, ready to go. I didn't even know Jake was recording. Like, you'll see me turn around in the video that I put on the interweb, but, like, and I said something, but I said, I go, what range is he at? And, like, you didn't answer. I'm like, what an asshole. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. I'm like, I think he's, if that was 260, and we figured out he was 280. But basically, got super comfortable in the pack. Just one of those things where you know you're just steady Eddie, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah, and he was just, he was walking. I just waited till I got right on freaking front shoulder, you know, and just sent it. And it went right, shot his heart, which I keep and try and eat. But he ran, what, 30 yards, did the roll, and I was doing the thing. I turned around, and there's Jake recording. I didn't know it. Of course, we're big rut fan, Daniels fans. And we gave him a dingo 20 <laughs> on accident. And then Jake was kind enough to produce a video that uh, he's excellent at as well, giving me shit and that stuff. So basically, it was a 30 for 30. What if I told you I packed up or passed up bigger deer for smaller deer and missed a bear to shoot a root? And, by that time, I was having a crappy season, though. I missed that bear, and of course, I was out there, and that was because my dad was in hospice. I didn't even know it until the very end of that. And then I went antelope hunting, and I didn't feel, but Jared did. And that's where he walked that, like, 21 or 22-mile day. And then we were up in Harding County because they drew that prairie elk tag. I didn't even see anything up there. So I had kind of had a lot of tag soup going. So I shot that one, and then... That was Saturday, and then we hung out Sunday together and ended up, I was going to go hunting in the hills Sunday, but we got to drinking beers and bullshit, remember? Oh, jeez, that, before you left? Yeah. 
I actually, after you left, I came back and fucking slept in my truck for like an hour just because I didn't want to drive home. Oh my god, so I, we drank a few beers and I meander in to, uh, to Custer right at the crack of, you know, basically dusk, going to this one hunting spot I'd been, you know, with uh, my buddy Chris because I had my Hills Buck tag still. And didn't see anything, went back to the park at Custer and I grilled some steaks or whatever I had in there for supper and slept and got up at the butt crack of dawn and figured I'm going to give myself one morning hunt. And I went to this one area where I've hunted before um, in the hills. Like I said, I was staying at Custer State Park, but I'm not telling you where I was hunting. I was a ways out of there. But um, went and saw this cut for a power line and just kept following it and found a spot with a nice drainage and just sat there and damned if a, you know, I was, I was shooting the first thing I saw because I was leaving, but a little buck, a little, it basically his nice horns looked, the, you know, hills deer are tiny, but I mean, it's just a yeah. tiny little deer, shot that, cored that out, packed it out, and then kind of went home that day and butchered a bunch of deer, and then I think a couple weeks later, I went out with Ethan for the mentor tag and my muzzleloader tag, and he was free-arming it and got tired and kind of missed on a doe, and I shot one with a muzzler, so he got to experience getting a little blood on his hands, but looking forward to next year with him, too. I love that mentor tag. Take that little, I got a youth 243 and bought some shooting sticks for this year to make life a little easier instead of tripods and up against trees and all that good stuff, so we'll see how that goes, but that was kind of my deer season, but your deer season... Shit, you didn't, you didn't even shoot anything last year, you said. Yeah, nothing. I, just, I actually had a new myth. Uh, yeah, tell them about that. Yeah, so I got lucky and drew a New Mexico elk tag, which I should give you some shit for not going with me. I drew a bear tag, and I'll never forget my buddy Andy goes, didn't you promise to go with him and take vacation? I go, yes, I did. He goes, and you're not going to honor that? I go, I drew a bear tag. I go, he needs to learn on his own, and I need to learn on my own. Yeah, well, it's one of those deals, right? I mean, it's an archery hunting, too, so it's, it'd be tough to... Yeah, I know, but I still... Especially take a week off, you know. Oh, I would have still done it. I was planning on it, but like I said, I drew a bear tag and selfishly went and met some great people, but... Yeah. No. I'll tell you what, it's pretty badass, and I will ask you this. It's badass you went on your own. Was it overwhelming when you first did it? You're like, I'm going out here on my own for a, a week, 10 days, or whatever it was. Well, you know, at first it was, like, actually, the year, I mean, it's the Black Hills, but, I mean, I, that's what I did when I got my uh, elk in the hills, you know, when I yeah. was by myself and camped, you know, by myself, so, <coughs> excuse me, but I, you know, so I kind of was expected, but, you know, I mean, New Mexico, you're going to some place, you know, I'd never been, so, but I did go down on, a, like, a scouting trip. Yeah. Just for, like, a long weekend, so then, like, I got some confidence from that, and I'm like, oh, it's not... The train is pretty nice. It's a lot similar to Black Hills as yeah. far as train. I mean, the elevation's a little higher, but as far as like steepness and getting into places, it's actually not not terrible. But yeah, so I, I mean, I went down there for I think it was down there a total of nine days. Um, and it was early season. I had the early season, so I mean, I saw a lot of elk, but like um, right away, like I think I what was it like? Because you kept. Uh, messaging me and like yeah. I haven't seen any bulls you know probably for the first four days and I was a little discouraged when I first got down there because I mean there was a lot more people than I was expecting you kind of know what to expect and, like you're thinking like oh I'm going to be back away from you know not see hardly anybody yeah but uh yeah so it got towards the, the end of the hunt and I was you know mainly, mainly sat water like water holes 
Which, was it hot? It was like in September. And you I know, I mean, it was hot, but not, you know, it wasn't like 100. You know, there was probably a day or two that, you know, it was probably in the 90s. Oh, really? But, yeah. But, yeah, I sat water most of the time, and I did have some cow elk. You know, I probably had three different cows at like, you know, 20 yards. Which, or, like, is that a tag where you had to shoot a bull, or is it in any tag? It's in any. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I could have shot. I mean, that's what you always do. It was like, well, last day I'm going to shoot a cow. Yeah. If I don't see anything, of course, that never happens. But. So, you did, though, you got to tell them, you ran into, you. it took some time, but you you found bulls up high, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they, I found out, and I was, I could hear them at night, you know, you could, they actually come down off of, because they were up, you know, basically at 9,000 feet, you know. Jeez. And, like, up there, like, everything's covered in rocks, you know. And, like, with the wind swirling around. So, I... I mean, I hiked up to the top of where, you know, there they're at, and I probably, there's a big herd up there, it's probably, I want to say, like, 50 cows, you can see them, like, filtering through the trees and stuff. How far were they then? Uh, they were probably 100 yards. Oh, so, yeah. And then, uh, I think it was the next day after I seen that herd, I went back to the same spot, and then there was, like, probably, I'm just going to guess, like, four bulls. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, there's, like, boulders and stuff, and the wind's swirling around. It's almost impossible. So you can hear them bugling, and then I was getting close to the top, and they kept bugling, and, I, I mean, I suck at calling. I mean, I could get them to answer me, but if I'm not going to be able to call one in, I'm going to have to ambush them just because I'm not good. But, yeah. But, uh, so I was trying to put a stock on them, and you could just hear the calls getting farther and farther away, you know. <laughs> but, like, there's no way I was going to catch them, you know. And that's probably the, the closest, like, bull I had got, you know. And I was probably, at first, I was probably, I want to say, like, 70 yards. Just, oh, shit. Just guessing off the sound, yeah. you know, but it was so thick up there, you know. But I did see, like, one really nice one, but, it, I mean, he was far away. I never even had a chance at him. But, yeah. But, yeah, it's a cool experience. I mean, if anyone could draw that tag, it's, I mean, definitely worth going in here if you have to go by yourself to do it but it's like a one percent chance isn't it yeah it's crazy odds to yeah we it. both applied separately and had that agreement that i bailed on you on like any good friend would oh yeah it's, <laughs> i would expect nothing less from you but no just kidding um you know me and commitment on my third marriage yeah exactly <laughs> but, uh, if this one doesn't work out i'm gonna start to think it's me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but worth it though I wish like I said I, I won't lie I've been waiting I think I had like eight years in for Minnesota bear and I think they say it takes about three or four or five in that unit I went to and again went with uh, Wheezy Outdoors probably the nicest people I've met on some of these hunts I don't do a lot of this hunting camp stuff but I'm doing more now that honestly getting into life where the kids are older and honestly you know don't want to wait till I'm 70 and can't move and just start doing stuff. So kind of segueing into that, he and I were talking about just some weird bucket list stuff. Like we've gone to Arkansas duck hunting together. We've been deer hunting together. We talked about bear camp. Oh, and then that year too, he, he turned it back in, but he drew the bear tag too. Yeah, speaking of so, luck. Yeah, yeah, so he drew the bear tag and the uh, the elk tag, so he could have went bear hunting with me. So actually, it's your fault. <laughs> but you are uh, he like said he shot a nice elk excuse me in the hills with his bow and you know he, uh, like i i got obsessed with bears even missing but like everybody's got their thing and honestly you're like you're the western style hunter and 
And me, I just, I don't know. You, well, I know what I am. I like to duck on. I like waterfall more than anything in the world, but that's neither here nor there. So, but anyways, we were talking about things to do, and we've always, and we'll get to the end of the podcast, kind of talking about some trips that we just, we haven't thought about or anything, but just going to wing it since we're driving. But we decided to go to Oklahoma hog hunting. And we went to Hog Wild or something like that, just south of Oklahoma City. Didn't want to have to go like southern Texas and that, because we're, what it says 10 hours but by the time we stop it ends up being about 12 and that stuff when we get home and that but we decided to go hog hunting and so i'll tell my story uh you know and that um you know i didn't know what it was it's it's i'll be honest it's a high fence deal which i've never done anything like you only live once and that it's it was it was super fun though um basically what they do is they trap feral hogs and then bring them in and it's a you know Anytime you hear that, like, I'm, I'm not lying, so I go, I'm not going to lie about that. You're like, geez, what is it? But, like, you know, they're wild hogs, and I was shocked at, like, what they were like, you know, how they bust, you know, you'd see them, they'd just take off, you know, and things like that. But basically, it's almost like a, kind of a run-and-gun deal. So we were at the feeders, you know, to try and get them out, and it turns out those guys, when they they say they see the most hogs walking is what they do in that. But they've got side-by-sides and that, and we really – did some walking in the morning, ran into a couple, I'll call it smaller pigs, you know what I mean? And, and there are some that, to be honest, they're kind of crippled up, whether it's, you know, they fight or whatever, I don't even know, but we ran into some of those. Uh, really then coming around the corner of the side-by-side and one of the, they've got just a bunch of trails and it's kind of a swamp and mess and all that good stuff in there. Saw a hog, I saw mine, and I was the first one. I was in the front seat, so I basically leaned up against the side-by-side, I don't know, 100 yards maybe? You were there. Yeah, I bet it was farther than that. Even. Okay. I don't know. So I, I had a 300 wind mag, and I ended up shooting what they called a, it was a female sow, a 100-pound sow, which was, it was an absolute riot. I mean, it's not, I'm not going to sit there and say, it's hard. It's, it, right, you wonder, like we said, it reminds me of a pheasant hunting preserve in South Dakota. I mean, that's, I was thinking, I mean, it's really not any different. It's not. That. You know, so it's like, oh, you shoot 20 pen raised birds a day i get these are i'm gonna give them credit i thought i'm like are these barnyard pigs or but no they like pay these trappers to bring them in then people get to hunt i mean they are wild i mean they're yeah. not they don't stand there for you no go, god no god no but you know that that was cool and so you know i i sat there and like i said i'll shit talk myself man i was like debating back and forth i'm like is this hunting are we at a zoo that kind of stuff but like also, to give it credit, you know, there's a lot of people. We've had some people from Iowa. There's not a ton of public land in Iowa. It gets people an opportunity to go someplace and hunt. You know what I mean? At a reasonable charge. I think it was 600 a bucks a, a person for us. Yeah, which, something like that. Which And we stayed there at the vacation, lodge. Yeah. yeah. Lodging, yeah. So it was fun. And the guides, uh, you know, I'll say that. They work at it, and they're good people, and they're real nice and that. So mine was pretty easy. So that morning... The first morning I, I was done, I was going to shoot two, but honestly, it was a few hundred bucks more, and I was like, you know, Jake hadn't gotten to shoot one, so I was like, nah. So we went back and spent, you know, the one thing is some folks, they didn't want to really work for it or, or what have you, not, again, that was like the most strenuous hunt, but they asked us if we wanted to walk because no one else did, so I didn't bring a gun, and then Jake, uh, we went out for Jake's, what was that? 
11 ish, I suppose. We were out there That's three hours, hours, three hours, four hours, something like 11 ish. So I'll let you tell the story. <laughs> I don't know if I want to tell the story. I don't know, man. You got a fact checker here, <laughs> and I got a videotape. <laughs> Which well, hopefully is not released. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, so like actually, my I'll start out where in the morning, like, so we <clears throat> not knowing what to expect, like Nate said, is. So we like, because you had a ladder stand, right? Yeah, I was in a ladder stand. So I, was, I didn't know what to expect, but I actually had a pretty sweet line that yeah. I sat in. And uh, so we pulled up there, and he's uh, the guy's like, oh, there's one under there already. And I was like, well, was it a nice one? He's like, well, it's kind of smaller, you know. It's like, he's probably 30 pounds. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, 30 pounds, like, how much meat do you actually get off that? <laughs> he was like, was it 10 pounds, like a couple burgers or what? Yeah. So, uh, so I crawl up, and, like, I would have thought he would have ran off, you know. But he just stood there, and, like, when I was up in the blind, he's, like, sitting there scratching his ass on the, the log. You know, I'm sitting there watching him. Got a couple videos. I think he was on well, the day before. I, and the guy was nice. He was an older gentleman. But he shot one with his handgun with the 223. I think he shot one in the ass. I think it's the one he shot in the ass. Oh, sure could have been. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, so he, he was there, and then... Uh, so I like I had mixed feelings in the beginning. I'm like, God, there's a hog underneath this. And I'm like, what kind of deal is this? You know, and I didn't I think I didn't even know how many acres were there, you know, and I, this was before I found out that basically it's a quarter. Yeah. Your call was, yeah. So I didn't even like I didn't even know if they would raise them there, you know, or they let them loose or what it was, you yep. know. And I was just like, I don't know how I feel about just pulling up there and shooting one right under the feet or whatever. <laughs> I guess that was my expectation too. I, know, but, a, I expect to have like thirty pigs <laughs> and all I had was like, well, when I was sitting there like Exotic rams, axis deer, uh, yeah, and then a, a whitetail now, but keep going. Well, and then, like, of course, me, I was, like, overconfident. I was, like, oh, because I think he, right before, in the morning, I was, like, like you're going to shoot two right away, like, at the same time, you know? Like, just thinking I was just going to be, like, uh, shooting fish in a barrel, you know? So, but, like, my so my feeder didn't turn on right away, like, because he turned yours on. Yeah. So I actually probably sat there an hour, and, like, nothing was happening. I was, like... Like, I'm going to go on and just see if the feeder's on, which I don't even know if you're supposed to do that. But later on, finding out there wasn't a whole lot of rules for anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I went, went down there and turned it on and, uh, you know, I sat there probably another half hour. And then there was a couple other uh, hogs. I would say they were probably 50, 60 pounds. But, again, not knowing the rules, they, they were off to the side. And uh, I actually heard another feeder turn on, you know, probably yeah. 50 yards away, you know. And I think it turned on, and I think that's when they ran over to that one. Yeah. So they never did come into mine, and then... Um, How I, far were they when you saw them on that trail? Uh, they were 50 yards. Oh, I mean, so close. Yeah, I mean, they weren't far at all, so... Yeah, and like I said, I ran into those when we came to pick you up. And the guy's like, there's hogs. I'm like, yeah, I didn't know... Now I get it. Like, I, I put my gun in my gun say, or gun case. I don't know the rules. And that's all. I'm sure he's thinking, why don't you get your gun? Shoot him, you know? Yeah. But also, but yeah. So then we went and got you. And uh, I never caught his name, but he was a, he was a, he, I, we figured he's in high school. Yeah. What a nice kid. Young. He goes, Yo, y'all want to walk? <laughs> that Oklahoma accent. And we're like, yeah, yes. Yeah. So we walked around, saw some. And then I, we came around that corner and we saw, I thought, I don't know. I said 30 goes it was really 15 but I knew there was one that was really big I don't know anything about pigs but you tell you see a big one and um chase them and then you know they they bailed I mean that's one thing I, I'll give them credit they don't let you just shoot them you know well, like I was thinking because like, I was just like, like why are we heading back to the lot like 9 30 I'm like I'm used to sitting you know yeah. for 
at least half a day, go back and eat lunch, and then go back. You know? I think there. I think there. The reason is exactly some of the other people that were there. You know, want to hunt two hours, don't want to hunt all day, and then yeah. sit and feed around. They don't even want to walk or do anything. They that just want to sit, and that's all right. I mean, teach their own. But yeah, we're like, yeah, let's go for it. So, anyways, back to you. So. We ended with picking you up and getting burnt, chased around, and then we were back at the lodge for a Well, that's bit. when you got yours. Yeah. Yeah, because we the walked, way, and then, yeah, yeah, on the way back. But Yeah, so then we went back, and they, they took some other people out, and we were kind of just sitting there, and, yeah, and, like, the one guy comes back, he's like, you guys want to go back out? And we're like, heck yeah, you yeah. know. It's <laughs> like, I'm not going to sit in the lodge, you know, all day. So, uh, like, well, yeah, we went back out at 11, and uh, I don't, we, were, so we were actually going to... Uh, Oh yeah, so we came around the corner and then we seen the uh, this big hog. Well, he had us walking first, remember? Kind of oh, walking yeah, that other did. side, yeah, of that, uh, that, that ridge and that. Yeah, where he's like, you didn't walk over here, did you? I go, actually, no. He goes, well, those hogs ran over here, so you know, it, they grow out with shooting sticks. It's thick. I'll say one thing: in thorns, it sucks, and it it's thick. And we did, oh, I suppose, it wasn't anything long, but half hour, forty five minutes of walking. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that. Yeah. So. He said they usually, like, during the day, they will bed up under these cedar trees, I suppose, yeah. to stay out of the yeah. sun. And that's one thing those guys said, too, is, like, because I didn't know what to expect. He goes, oh, we shoot most of our hogs walk? Yeah, that's what I couldn't believe. I, I thought it was, like, I'm like, oh, I thought they came out. Like, they're like, no. And then, like, they always said the big hogs, they don't, they, they refuse to come out during the day. They only come out at night, so. Yeah. But anyways, keep going. So we walked a little bit on that first one then we got back in and went to the other side of their little property there yeah so yeah that's right so we were driving and then uh well then the, the guy that was with us when you shot yours he's mm-hmm. like yeah he's like that big one's gonna be running the fence all day you know yeah so i like i'm like okay well i didn't think much about it so we were actually coming up and then we see that big one uh running the fence you know and i suppose he was what like 200 yards away I uh, I don't know, and I was like, I thought, I thought it was going to be a go time. Yeah, that's what I was. I was expecting it after witnessing your stuff. Oh my god, that was my favorite. I'm like, because I was shooting in a general direction where I'm like, should I shoot? And he's like, shoot. I'm yeah. like, all right. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like, you know, I've, I've done some redneck stuff. You know, I was like, pretty redneck. Yeah, this has to be up there. So it's like, <laughs> especially like because I was like, uh, we got in uh, before you shot yours. Like I was unloading my gun. You know. And like not having one in the chamber, he's like, "No, put one in the chamber." And I was <laughs> like, "Okay, so it's this type of hunt." <laughs> he, he goes, "He goes, yeah, I know what the rules say, but I prefer you have a chamber." Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, all right, I'm like, just okay. be safe. Yeah, I remember I had my gun pointing out the side, your head, yours pointing out the other side, you know, because whatever. Yeah, he's like, "No, no, we chamber here." <laughs> yeah, so I was like, "Okay, cool." Like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I wanted to shoot him at like 200 yards. Anyway, he was at the top of the hill. It's probably good that we didn't, but so he kind of went around some trees and then uh i don't want to say chased him but he was running down the fence the other way and then he kind of squirted off into the yeah. woods and disappeared that's one thing that's weird though is like you know i'm thinking oh this is you like said fish in a barrel like and don't get me wrong well i don't want to wreck the story but like it's amazing how shit disappears there yeah i mean like, it's it's thick but yeah, yeah. i mean it, it was and don't get me wrong it's oklahoma it's hot smells like death in there because there's shit that does die and not get yeah. recovered it's that's one thing where it's it got to be nice and clean some of that yeah and that's why I, said I have mixed feelings about it you know i mean it was cool that you did but there's like some stuff you're just like yeah i don't know how sporting this is i know but, anyways go ahead so yeah though so that anyway that the bigger one squirted off into the what basically just disappeared we couldn't yeah. find him 
And then, so we were kind of like driving this trail, and I think we, he was going to have us walk kind of that same spot we had walked earlier. And uh, so we came along, and he's like, hey, there's some in these bushes, you know. And yeah. I could see a bunch of little ones, like, running out of there. But then I could see, like, and it was thick, thick bush bushes. But I could still see, like, the, it had kind of, like, reddish hair. And then I could, I seen his eye. Yeah. And he's like, he's like oh, I, yeah, his head's off to the right, you know. And this is where we have video footage of this with the, uh, the uh, side-by-side still running. It was like almost the, uh, would remind you of cops if we were actually chasing someone. But it was no, the cameraman. Yeah, this is, that was after I had the first shot. But so I, basically it was this bush. And like, I swear, like, when it went through my mind. Because like, you, were, you were like, well, I'm only going to shoot one, you know. Like, one's good enough for me. And, <laughs> and we're, like, we're talking about, yeah, it'd be nice just to get down and drink whiskey, you know. So, <laughs> Watch the basketball yeah, games. So, yeah. the, so that's what's going on. It's not my, like, I don't know how big he is or what it is. You know? So I was like, yeah, let's just get done. I just want to shoot it. So I was like, I, was like, I see fur. I, see, I know where his head's at, you know. But, like, I'm shooting through brush. And, like, I mean, he was... 15 yard maybe I don't I it, it, like I said I don't have the best camera work but you could see him in the video but yeah yeah he was and I'll tell you what the other thing too is like he's he was big yeah he's the other thing he was big so go ahead yeah so it's uh basically a bush and I can see some fur behind it I, I know where his head's at and I mean they did warn us like uh he's like hogs are really resilient you know, oh my like God. tough I and we found that something. out later but so I, you know, I had a good idea where his shoulder was at in his head, you know, and thought I made a good shot. So I shoot, and then you hear, like, this pig squeal. Oh, the squeal. <laughs> Wee! Well, they actually heard it from the lodge, too, because you remember that guy? Oh, like, yeah. He's like, yeah, you got heard you guys shooting the hog squeal. <laughs> so, you know, so he comes cutting out of there, and then, of course, Mia kind of just standing there like an idiot. You're like, shoot again, you know, so I yeah. brush my shot, and shot over his back <laughs> that's why I was the cameraman cops hi he's on <laughs> yeah. well then it was the track I'll give uh, old Rowdy some credit that was a that was a track job it was I mean it was I hate like wounding stuff you know I mean it was kind of cool to try I mean it would have been a better story if we actually did find it you know yeah. I mean we tried I mean what like for an hour oh, hour and a half yeah. I, I had looked at my watch for an hour and a half and Basically, we found the last. We found we followed blood through a creek. Yeah, it wasn't much blood at all. It was uh-uh. like a well, like here. you know, the thing was meat. There's yeah, like you flesh. see meat. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know enough about pigs and that stuff, but in the end, you know, it just it was over. I mean, yeah. I mean, you get to a certain point, and like, like the longer you go, you like the less odds you yeah. have to find it. You know, especially as thick as that was, like he could lay it down. Well, that's what he say. He goes. For all we know, he's under this tree right here. And I was always trying to look low. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was interesting to watch everybody work and things like that. But it was unfortunate. So, essentially, you know, you tell the rest. Yeah, so then I was, of course, disappointed and, like, wondering what I'm going to do. You know, so we get finally back to side by side. They're straight up, too, but just so everybody knows. They make you pay if you hit it. Yeah, that's the thing. if there's blood. Yeah, Yeah, if there's blood. So they're like... That's just our rule, so it's like, well, shoot, you know, I, I which I would, I would count that. I mean, I knew I hit him. So oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So and we were gonna do two hogs anyway. So I'm like thinking to myself, just like, God, do I just want to go back and drink whiskey, or do I'm gonna go back out? You know, I was like, I came down here to shoot a hog, so that's what I want to do. You know, 
So anyways, <laughs> so you must be a good person because karma. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I like to think those thoughts were good karma. But yeah. So then we came back, and then the first, <laughs> the other thing though, I want to interrupt is you are also very concerned at me giving shit. Yeah, of course. <laughs> After all the shit I've given you. Oh yeah, I'm like a big, I blew the front leg off the biggest year of my life, and Jay goes, "Well, I'd be bigger than a mule deer I shot too." As I'm sitting there, like, crying, they have just ride me. So I'm like, but I'm not like that. I'm a better person than you. You can tell by how many women have married me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that works out. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. So, yeah, so we're basically driving back, and I'm like, all that stuff's going through my head. And then uh, we see that hog. It was, no, he was down in the corner from where we yeah, had first seen was, him. Yeah, yeah, he was... That's how do I say his best? He moved around a lot. He did, yeah. And they, that's what they told us because it, it kind of sucks because they, they dropped him off, you know, like they brought in a trailer and said, oh, we're getting more hogs in, you know. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, great, you just dropped some off. And then, so that was, I guess, the reason why he was running the fences, you know, so it was a new hog. Oh, yeah. But uh, so he was probably like 200, the same deal where it was like at the top of this hill, you know. And it was like, I don't know how redneck shooting over the road, you know. So we. We're like, yeah, let's try to get closer. So we sneaked down through this drainage and up the other side, and he was actually heading uh, back to the east. Yeah. And then thought he had disappeared again, you know. So then uh, we gave Nate the signal to drive back, which, I don't know, that took like a couple of minutes to get Well, first off, I'd be lying to say if I wasn't watching that video of you on the phone. <laughs> My head was down, and I look up, and there's Rowdy pointing and so I give him the worst sign language ever with you know like the steering wheel arms he's like yeah drive it here because so, <laughs> you guys were a few yes. hundred yards away so yeah. I drove up there and then you keep going yeah so then uh, Nate finally gets there we hop in the side by side and we're I think we we're just we were hoping he was going to be up the trail a little ways but uh so we started coming down there's this uh kind of ravine water coming oh, through there it's disgusting yeah like even they're like yeah that's floods out it's a cesspool it's gross and that yeah so we, and then so actually we seen him like he was coming right back for us down the fence line and that he was probably 200 when we seen him there and like coming straight for us and he's like oh, you're probably gonna have to shoot him in the head you know yeah so he probably came what 175 somewhere in there yeah he was do you think he was over i can't i mean those rifles that we got you know are just dead on you know i mean we're not long range shooters but i mean 100 200 so i don't even know i mean do you, you think it was 150 to i don't yeah. even know i mean i put it right on him so yeah. it's probably in my I zero out of 100 so yeah so he was it's probably 100 so we all go ahead and tell him yeah so he, i was aiming like right between the eyes because that's what rowdy said to do so that's what i did and made a good hit on him with a smack yeah it just whopped roll and, rolled him and then we'll let you delve because I'll tell you what I saw. It was insanity. Yeah, so like, I mean, you get shot in the head, and what do you get back up three different times? And I, that's where I was like, uh, like, I am absolutely, like they said, like, they're tough. Yeah. I so could not believe what that animal did. And then, like, you know, Rob's like, yeah, he may just charge us right down here and come right at the side by side. He's like, so be ready, have another one. Yeah, so we had another one in, and then, you know, finally he's, he's you know, I don't know what he was kicking with his back legs, right? But then he got up. Yeah, it was like when well, I shot him again, you know. Yeah. Like, like was... I hate to see stuff suffer, you know. Yeah. He's sitting there kicking, so I shot him again. And then he, I mean, he finally expired. But it's. Like... But even then, I mean, I mean, there's no sense shooting anymore because that was in the lungs. So he shot in the dome, shot in the lungs, and it's still, still, yeah, still went for. I, 
30 seconds, a minute? I don't know. I mean, not it wasn't forever, but it was like, that that pig was, it was bananas. But I'll let you tell them about the size and all that stuff. And you could be, if you'd have entered the raffle. Yeah, I guess, <laughs> so there's a raffle they had. If you enter it, it was like 40 bucks, which I was like, that's actually, it should have probably did it. But Both should have. Didn't even think about it. So they had a raffle for the largest hog during, is it the month? Yeah, once a month, they got yeah. just, they give a, they have a Henry 4570. It was yeah. a nice gun. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I seen it sit there, but yeah. didn't think anything of it. And then the guy's like, yeah, but you should have put it for that gun. And I was like, oh, man. So it ended up being a 260-pound hog, which he said it's one of the biggest ones they've had, I guess, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, just pure luck, you know. Yeah, but tell them about the, the I don't even want to get the stuff. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he had some nice tusks but they were broken off and then they're like they're joking around like oh you can have those glued back on you know which was like dude those tusks like they're so they were saying oh too bad he broke like they were the upper ones we had lower ones too too bad he broke those and i'm like those are huge to begin with yeah i thought like they were awesome so you got a sweet skull that you're gonna do with those tusks and that but yeah which is like I don't know if it was like regular hog, you know, like a domesticated hog. Is I don't that know. just a descendant of that? I or? don't have a clue. Yeah, I couldn't know less about these animals. Because, I mean, they don't look like it, but I'm yeah. sure it could be. But I guess I don't know enough about it. So, yeah, basically, then we just hung all those guys. Well, they, they're kind enough. They take care of all the butchering. You throw them a few bones for all their kind activities and that stuff. And then we chilled out, drank a little bit, celebrated, had dinner, got up this morning and decided to head north. But... What's your overall take on that? Like, I'll be honest. I'll tell you mine afterwards if I ask you first. But what's your take on it? Well, like, like my expectations weren't super high. I mean, I, I was like, it's a cheap hunt to come do. You know, that's what I, I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm probably going to shoot him off a feeder, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's definitely redneck. But it's it's worth doing one time, you know. Yeah, that mine is, I'll never do it again. Yeah, and I mean, it's if not, I had a group of friends that asked me yeah, to go, you're right. I, I would probably do I it. I could see where it would be a cool bachelor party or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, we're 42, so that's not the case anymore. Well, but, with you, you might have. Yeah, that's what absolutely. What are you on, like, your third or fourth Yeah, chasing, chasing Brady. Yeah. As soon as he quits winning Super Bowls, I'll get committed. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, like uh, like I'll, 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 like I said, I go, I'm not going to smack the other. I, it's, not, it's not big country fair chase. It's not a chip shot. To me, it's exactly like a pheasant preserve where you know they're planting birds. You know that. I mean, you go out to some of those places. They are absolutely beautiful. They take care of you. You're still doing wing shooting. You're still shooting tough pigs and that stuff, but they're also transplanted in a limited area. Well, you called it right, like, because you texted me. It was like, because you had all those rams come in. Like, I feel like I'm hunting in a zoo. Yeah, and it was neat to see them. I've never seen Axis deer, so a nice big buck in velvet. But, like, also, I mean, you got to be a realist with what it is yeah. too. I could see that, but the 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 thing that I'll say is a positive of it is it's a reasonable price for people that don't have hunting opportunities. So I won't, I will never shit talk that. That like if you like those guys that were from Iowa, a lot of private land, you know, to pay to hunt in Iowa for big whitetails is way more expensive than six hundred bucks or whatever yeah. it is. And here you get to come down. You get feral hogs. I get that they, they aren't like, you know, because that's the other thing, too, is the one guy goes, I'll be honest, everybody that shoots hogs really comes to joints like this because the wild ones you see during the day are just running. You have to shoot them at night when they're in weave. It's just, you know, it goes, it's it's just, 
if you unless you want to stay up and buy night vision and all that yeah, stuff. You basically that's not said, the case. Yeah, you're not gonna find them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he goes, it's you, night vision permission, this and that. So he goes, this is the opportunity where people can hunt during the day uh, and that stuff. And like I said, I'm glad I did it once. I can say I shot a hog. I don't, you know, like I said, I'll. I'll be doing other stuff too. I do want to do one thing that they brought up there, and it's pretty redneck too. But it was neat. But I'll talk about that later. But anything else to add on the Oklahoma stuff? No, I'd, I'd say it's worth a try. I mean, it's a relatively cheap hunt. Yeah, I mean, do it a weekend. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like you're not flying, but you know, by the time you get to the airport, an hour, two hours early, fly an hour to Denver, two hour layover, fly another hour to Oklahoma City, rent a car, drive another hour to go. It's probably two or three hours difference, maybe, if yeah. not closer to 10. So I don't know. It was easy for us. But um, so the next thing we had was we we're shooting the breeze because we've always talked about actually documenting. We never have like a bucket list. And I'm an ADD guy with respect to changing my mind and that stuff. But like for this year, I'm going to Wyoming bear hunting in the bighorns since I, I didn't fill a Minnesota just because of my own fault. Um, and then I put in for Maine moose like I always do, uh, just to give that a shot. But, I mean, we always talked about any hunts coming up. So, one, I don't know what you're putting in for if you're putting it in for anything like, I don't know, elk lies in Montana or what have you. I'm not, or it's too late or whatever it is. Um, and then what it, what hunts you think about, like, that we talked about but are you putting in for anything this fall or just standard south dakota elk that kind of stuff yeah this is i just have i just bought that new place i haven't really been thinking a whole lot about it it's been usually a lot better about i usually have a list of when the closing dates are and Mm -hmm. all that just been super unorganized but uh yeah i mean i do the regular stuff i'll I'll try to put in for uh south dakota elk yeah i've still got the rifle tag and custer state park yeah um I thought about putting it for Colorado, and it's, I mean, just over the counter. I might yeah. Depending what happens, we'll see how the year goes. Well, the nice part for you is, like, I don't know where their OTC units are, but, like, I always forget, like, Rapids closer to, like, Denver than it is to Sioux Falls, you yeah. know? Yeah. So yes. you're close not, to... Not bad. No, that's great, so... Um, then I, my uh, 13-year-old really wants to uh, go antelope hunting, so... Yeah. Oh, I might look into Wyoming or... Oh, cool. Uh, I know we've, we've probably got, which I don't even know. I've looked up how to look up. I think we probably got two or three points for goats. In Wyoming? Yeah. Yeah. Not but, a lot, but... But that's about what I have in South Dakota, so I, yeah. I might even try to put in for that. You can get it with Butte County, I bet. With maybe like two or... I think. Yeah, because that's what I have is two. Maybe. At least, I don't know. At least two, but... I don't even know. So yeah, nothing... I don't really have any big plans. I mean, this was the... Like, I like to do one special trip I'll call yeah. it a year yeah. you know but uh, yeah nothing super you know I'd like to do like I said Wyoming antelope and, same but yeah I mean nothing too exciting yeah like in the, we talked about those hunts like if you and I were going Montana elk or I think we applied for Montana elk Montana deer Wyoming elk and Wyoming antelope for our points and that stuff mm-hmm. you know what I mean but like those I think we just you know ourselves go camping go run and gun and try and do it on our own and that stuff yeah. not a not a guide and all that stuff yeah i feel like we need to get a plan together for that though oh absolutely it's like one of those deals you always talk about and never do yeah. yeah so any like bucket list trips that you you've got 
after we sat there and talked a little bit, like, we laugh about Neil Guy, which I'm like, I think would be cool after watching Meat Eater. And the other one I saw, I'll get into, is like Florida Gator. This guy had one that he had mounted up there, and I'm like, holy crap, I think that would be cool. I think it's pretty, you know, drive up in a boat and shoot him in the head kind it's, of thing. It's but. almost like you have to have two lists, uh, a redneck list yeah, and then absolutely. your traditional Yeah, and I'm really list. focused on the redneck one now <laughs> yeah, after this redneck experience. <laughs> yeah, it all repped up for that. <laughs> I want to drive up and just <laughs> plink it and then wrestle it with my Bowie knife. <laughs> I'll do it whenever it's the least amount of work. I'll do that <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No, but you got anything like after we sat here that you thought would be cool? I know me, my dream, honestly, I love bears. Um, and then, um, uh, like that main moose, I've got applied years now where I'm getting bonus points and I buy them. I think it's 10 pack of tags for 55 bucks to get your hat in and yeah. the points extra and all that good stuff. But I, I, I want to go moose hunting very badly and that's where I apply for. So, yeah, like. I've made an official list, which I don't know what the rank is on each one I want to do, but, um, yeah, like, I'm more, mine's more centered around, uh, hunting elk in different states. Yeah. And I, I like to do the axis deer sometime. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Be kind of cool, coos deer, but. Yeah, coos, I, I could get down with that, like, going in, but don't they, like, January or something is a hot time for them? Yeah. Which is perfect for us, because we get out of winter a little bit and it, yeah there's not much going on really yeah yeah you know so that and uh yeah probably at the top of the list is to do the bear hunt i've got the uh, minnesota points that yep. i'll probably burn here in the next couple of years um like like we talked about this might be the 10-year plan but uh caribou hunt yeah know. i would love caribou last caribou i want uh southeast alaska rocky mountain goat there's a guy from Northwest Iowa, or the company I work for, that is now guiding up there. So I reached out to him. And, God, I'm ready. It's 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 an expensive venture. I mean, it's not like doll sheep where it's 25 grand, but I'm ready to do that. And I really want to shoot that. I want to shoot. I don't give perhaps a Billy or Nanny, but either one, and then get uh, you know the nice nice uh, fur off of it and, and so, the meat too so. so do you have a good like contact or no no one yeah. that's done that yeah. before uh the guy i'll just say it, the guy's name is mark rowenhorst he was from sioux center iowa and that's where our company headquarters is so we got some mutual friends i heard him on the tundra talk podcast that i love up in alaska he is there's a guy that owns a guide service but he's taking it over basically that's a guy who retires and so he guides uh you know bear he doesn't do sheep i think it's bear just caribou to a bear I don't know but one of them's Rocky Mountain goats as well and so they do it out of the Haynes area down by Juneau so okay. yeah I would love to do that like and so that's who I would go with and yeah. I, he's emailed me the information and it's I it's expensive but it's not not $30,000 you know yeah see that's always the tough part about like even this you know like even you really never know what you're getting into. Even yeah. when we went to Arkansas, you know, like yeah. basically going off their website, or that's where it's nice if you know someone, especially if you're going to spend that yeah. much money to go yeah. up to Alaska. It'd be good to have, like, yeah. Some and solid I mean, references. we did check reviews and things like that. Don't get me wrong, and that, and like I said, it's for in the end. I mean, like I look at it as a, a positive experience, not a negative for what we just did. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I might like him. Like, again, was it a little janky compared to what I'm used to? Yeah. Have I also done other redneck stuff? Yeah. yeah. I mean, call it. So, I mean, you know, it's right in the sweet spot of both, you know. So, yeah, you, can say, you can say you did it. You got to shoot something big. 
And was it really hard? No. Yeah. It wasn't hard at all. Probably top five of the redneck things I've done, <laughs> but maybe not. I don't know. I've done some stupid stuff over the years. I don't know. I'm driving across that field where I was sleeping in the back seat chasing <laughs> raccoons. Yeah, that was up there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, the caribou one is huge for me, though. Like, that's, that's one where... That's one where I really want to, really want to do that big yeah. time. I mean, big time. And I want to do the migration one too. Um, my buddy Andy and his dad went up, and they did like a fly service and all that good stuff. And so they they did it, and I, I just genuinely want to go caribou hunting and, and that. So yeah, yeah. Another one I'd like to do is uh, more around elk, but uh, actually do like a. Uh, pack in with horse and then ride horse back yeah, in yeah. yeah I think that'd be pretty cool I think it would be too like that one where I'm going bear hunting that's a ride horses in oh you do oh, cool. yeah stay in the northern bighorns and that so yep nice yeah yeah nice guy too Ross Adney is his name I can't remember his company name but I'll drop it when I do a podcast now but yeah so I'm excited for that anything else that you've got not enough no, I have my list, but yeah, just yeah. off the top of my head, those are the ones. So. The one I am doing next year, and my buddy Andy, and you're welcome to come too, is we are going to do the Texas Sandhill Crane Hunt. Oh, yeah. They're going to go after the new year of, it'll be 2022 then, um, but we're going to go down to Texas and shoot some ribeye in the sky. I've always wanted to shoot them. Yeah, they come through South Dakota. I've never seen them anything but five miles high, you know, and nor do I have any of the decoys or anything like that, but... Yeah, I, I actually never even knew what they looked like. Until, They're the ones that always sound so weird. Yeah, you know? the ones are way. Oh up yeah, there. until you see a picture of yeah. them. Yeah, flying pterodactyls is what they are. Yeah, you just hear them and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, other than that, that's all I got. You anything else? No. In closing thoughts, forgot to include that in prep you. Oh, uh, closing thoughts. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Just uh, if you're considering uh, hog hunting, I think it's worth it, but set your expectations yeah absolutely it's a you know a lot of you know like i don't know baiting feeding you know this and that and it was again more positive negative also it's not one of those things where i become an annual hog hunter no it's like it's kind of like a party hunt i mean that's what it is it's a good time have fun but like if you're going out if you're thinking you're gonna go out in the wilderness and (laughs) stock a hog it's yeah probably not not that yeah it's not the craziest thing but All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Have a good one, and we'll post this out.